G'day, and welcome to the AOS Coach sneak peek into the Arcane Cataclysm battle box between the Lumineth Realm Lords and the Disciples of Zench. Now, Games Workshop were kind enough to send me a copy in advance, but they won't see this video before it goes live. In this video, I'm going to highlight the Lumineth updates that are featured in this battle box. I'm going to show you the rules for the new hero, the Sonari Enlightener, as well as the new points. Inside the box, you will get 21 Lumineth models, which includes the brand new Sonari Enlightener, which we haven't seen before. You will also get 5 Venari Blade Lords, 5 Venari Dawn Riders, as well as 10 Venari Sentinels. On the other side, you will get a bunch of Zench models, which includes the Cursling, which is an updated sculpt. You will also get 3 Zangor Enlightened on disc, as well as 20 Akarak Acolytes and 10 Zangors. So let's crack in and look at the good stuff when it comes to Lumineth Realm Lords. Keen-eyed players had noticed a new unit that was listed in the General's Handbook 2022 points, and finally we get to see the rules for the Sonari Enlightener. The base profile starts off with a lot in common with the Sonari Cathalar, with a move of 6, a save of 5, a bravery of 7, and 5 wounds. It has both a shooting and a melee attack. The Crescent Staff missile weapon has a range of 18, has d6 attacks, hits on a 3, wounds on a 3, rend 1 for 1 damage apiece. While the Moonshimmer Blade melee attack has 3 attacks at range of 1, hits on a 4, wounds on a 3, ren 1 for 1 damage. It is a wizard, so it can attempt to cast 2 spells as well as unbind 2 spells, which is awesome, but it does only know 1 spell from the spell lore, so if you're going to want to tap into extra spells from the lore of Hish, you're going to want to look to things like Warlord Battalion as an example. Once per battle with the Deep Thinker's ability, you will be able to automatically cast your first spell attempt with a spell that is treated to be cast on a roll of a 9. So you won't need to roll a dice if you choose to use the Deep Thinker's ability, but your opponent will get a chance to unbind that. It's going to be great for getting off an important spell at a critical moment in the game, and it does have flexibility for using things like Endless Spells, Universal Spells like Mystic Shield, and the Lore of Hish. Speaking of the lore of Hish, through the Rune of Enflay, once per turn if this unit successfully casts a spell from the lore of Hish, and that spell is not unbound, you can roll a dice after the effects of that spell have been resolved, and on a 3+, plus, you can immediately resolve the effects for that spell of a second time. So you can't do double arcane bolts or a war scroll spell, it must be through the lore of Hish, but it's going to be great for getting off casting buffs or debuffs, depending on what the lore of Hish is going to look like in an updated battle tome. Finally, the Scenario Enlightener's War Scroll spell is the Twin Tether, which is a spell that has a casting value of 6 and a range of 12, so relatively short range. If successfully cast, pick one enemy unit within range and visible to the caster, and until the next hero phase, each time a wound or a mortal wound is allocated to the caster, so after the ward save, your opponent must allocate a wound to that enemy unit. Now, this is a spell that you might use situationally, but I really want to avoid my wizard from being shot or charged, so when possible I want it outside of 12 inches, so I'm not building around it. But if I do see an enemy unit coming up within 12, certainly something I want to think about to protect my hero. Now, the Scenari Enlightener does have the Order, Lumineth Realm Lords, Elf, Scenari, Hero, Wizard, and Enlightener keywords. This is a good little wizard, in my opinion, if you're looking to increase your spellcasting output without the significant investment into Teclas. Now, 
if you need wizards, I guess is the big question. Lumineth is flooded with wizards through the army, and assuming nothing significant changes across the battle tome, you may find that you don't need this hero because you've already got too many spells to cast, or you might find that you want to replace one of your sub-commanders with the Scenarian Lightner instead. In the box, we also have the Venari Dawn Riders, Blade Lords, and Sentinels, and there were some changes on the War Scroll, and I'll try to call out as many of the changes I had noted. Starting with the Venari Sentinels, because I know it's the one that you're probably most interested in, it has the same base profile as it always had. It has a move of six, it has a save of five, it has a bravery of six, and it has one wound. The aimed oral and bow is the same, so is the champion blade, the Venari dagger. They all remain unchanged, but there were some changes when it comes to the oral and bow lofted. So it has a reduced range of six, so it used to be 30 inches of range. Now it's only 24. The rest of that profile remains the same. Now the rules for the wizard and the champion are the same, so is the many stringed weapons, as well as the sun metal weapons and the power of Hish. The biggest change when it comes to the Sentinels is through the Scryhawk Lantern. And I'm sorry to tell you that you now need to play Age of Sigma like the rest of us, and you require line of sight. So the updated rules for the Scryhawk Lantern is at the start of the shooting phase, you pick one enemy unit that's within 24 inches of the High Sentinel that's in cover. If you do so, you must pick the Loft Missile Weapon characteristic for all the attacks made by that unit's bows in that phase but the enemy is not going to receive the benefits of being in cover until the end of that phase. I know existing players are looking at this war scroll as a nerf, but I want you to look at the bright side. The rest of the Age of Sigmar community is currently celebrating because finally we can have an interactive game as opposed to putting my heroes down and you just shoot them off and there's literally nothing I can do. And more importantly, when you go to your next event, your opponent is not going to roll their eyes and you're not going to feel bad for running Sentinels. And I know you're going to persist with them in your list because they're a great kit. Next up is the Venari Dawn Riders, and this War Scroll has gained Shining Company, and while it was already included as an Allegiance ability, it's now been brought over into the War Scroll, so I don't know what changes are coming into the Allegiance in the future. Maybe you're getting a new set of rules, maybe a new Monstrous Rampage or Heroic Action that will replace that rule instead in your Allegiance. But hey, even if you're going to bring Dawn Riders as allies, it will now bring it with you if you bring it into the ally pool. The rest of the War Scroll has really been unchanged. Same move, same bravery, same save, same wounds. All the weapon profiles seem the same. The sword, the lance, the, the hooves, they're all the same. So was the Steed Master, the Wizard, the Standard Bearer, the Deathly Furrows. You get it. It's all the same. But what can I really say here other than the fact that the Shining Company rules kind of got added to the Allegiance? Look, at the moment, as we play in the Season 1 of General's Handbook 2022, I think Dawn Riders are definitely worth looking into because they're not going to be Gladian veterans and that will definitely improve their value on the tabletop if you're not already using them. Finally, you've got your Venari Blade Lords. The base profile remains the same. The move, the save, the bravery, the wounds. Sun Metal Great Blades and Dual Blade Weapon profiles remain unchanged. So does the, the Blade Lord and the Swordmaster and the, the Banner. They're all the same. Uh, it too gained the Shining Company on the War Scroll, which I'm sure you already know at this point. It's a minus one penalty to be hit when they're in their Shining Company formation. 
There was a change though. It's a minor change, but a change nonetheless. And that's in the Guardian ability. And it's really more of a clarification because now it must be with a Sonari hero, not just a Sonari model that they can bodyguard. Similar to the Dawn Riders, there wasn't a lot of movement on the War Scroll other than tightening up the Guardian rules that has more of a focus on Sonari heroes. I've always thought Blade Lords were a decent choice, but they were often overshadowed by the Warden-Sentinel combination, and that, that block in itself used to take up a lot of points if you were going into that build. So if you do find yourself scaling back those models, maybe you heard me talk about Sentinels, you're like, eh, I don't really like that. Maybe I'm going to go from from 30 to 20 or 20 to 10 or whatever it might be you might find some points for the blade lords especially if we eventually move into some type of infantry focused meta or if you're potentially looking for a different battle line option with your scenario hero um, the blade lords might be definitely worth looking into at the back of arcane cataclysm there is a set of pitch battle profiles and we can find the points for the new unit as well as updated points Venari Sentinels went down 5 points, so they've gone from 170 to 165. Venari Blade Lords went up 15 points, they used to be 130, they're now 145. Your Dawn Riders went up 20 points, and they're now 160 for every 5. Finally, your new hero, the Sonari Enlightener, it is 165, it will take up a leader choice, uh, and it isn't unique, so you can take multiples of them. Assuming the rules don't change in an updated battle tome, you'll be able to take one unit of Dawn Riders or Sentinels as battle line for every unit of Wardens in your army. If you're looking for an alternative battle line selection, you can take a unit of Venari Blade Lords as battle line for each Sonari hero in your army. I don't recall this being in the old battle tomes, maybe I've missed it, but if you're looking to tap into the Venari keyword and you want to get Blade Lords as battle line because you want to double reinforce them, for example, or just use them to kind of meet that criteria, it's absolutely an option now. So what do I think about this box for a Lumineth player? If you're new to the faction, this is a great way to boost up your ranks with units that you'll likely rotate through your lists, while if you're an existing Lumineth player, there's a good chance that you've already got Sentinels and Dawn Riders, especially if you've picked up some of the previous boxes. As we've seen, if you're only after the hero, the hero has been released independently in the future, but I don't know the estimated time on when that Scenario Lightner would become available outside the box. Regardless of what positives have been added to this war scroll, I know what's going to be burnt in your mind is the changes to the sentinels, and it may have left a bad taste in your mouth. You can still do your mortal wounds on sixes and bring that down to fives with the power of fish, but you will require line of sight, so your opponent can hide that hero in uh, terrain. Yes, you're going to ignore cover, but ultimately you're fishing for fives or sixes, right? And you've also reduced the range of your shooting attacks going down from 30s to 24s. So your opponent does have a better chance of protecting themselves. And ultimately, I hope this leads to a better interaction at the tabletop for you and your opponent. The new Enlightener has a decent war scroll, and I can definitely see some lists bringing it in to increase the magical supremacy and using that ultimately as a strength while others will find that they've got enough magic in their lists and maybe they don't need it. Hey, maybe if you want to build battle cattle and have a whole bunch of those types of models, maybe this independent hero would be great to get that double caster. Uh, again, let's see what the new battle tome might bring to us. Dawn Riders and, Bla and the Blade Lords really didn't see too much change. So again, let's see how those update in the new book around how you might synergize around that. But 
continue as normal kind of with those but hey enough from me i'd love to hear from the comment section what you think about this battle box and the rules changes will you bring the new scenario in lightner hero and what will it replace in your list are you going to drop the cathalar are you going to drop some other type of hero to bring in the enlightener and more importantly i'd love to hear from you how have you seen the changes to sentinels and i'm sure there's going to be a lot of upset comments in the comment section but more importantly i want to think about how does the sentinel change impact your list build are you going to still run your 30 are you going to run 20 are you going to drop them completely i'd love to hear in the comment section what you're currently thinking about and hey let's see the lay of the land when the new battle tome drops Thanks for hanging around until the end. I hope you enjoyed that video and you walked away with a few new ideas. If you did, I would love it if you pressed like on the video, as well as left me a comment to let me know what your thoughts are. The conversation will continue over on Discord and the link is down below in the video description. I want to give a massive shout out as well to the AOS Coach Patreons and YouTube members who are going in and the funds are supporting the channel and the growth that you're seeing here. So cheers, you're all bloody legends. And until next time, don't roll a one on a redeploy.